Hello and welcome to Two Old Guys on the Back Porch. I am Steve Scotch, and we have the lovely and talented Cat. That's C-A-T, dancing on the bar. Cat, what's happening? Hey, how y'all doing? We can be found on many platforms. So many, I can't count anymore. Uh, this week, we have two cool towns here in the United States. We're going to shut up. One is Hillsboro, Oregon. Hillsboro is a lovely little town right outside of Seattle. Uh, known for its craft breweries, its gastropubs, Silicon Valley <clears throat> giants, beautiful parks, and major attractions. Our second town is Durango, Colorado. Old town registered back in September 1880 when the Denver Rio Grande Railroad decided they needed a little stop there. And it also was named after Durango, Mexico. Giving y'all a big round of applause. All right, alcohol is never in short supply here on the back porch. Evidently, Kat's already had a little bit. Remember, a hangover is just your body telling you you're an idiot. All right, today I'm having one of several Manhattans to come. Kat, what you got? I am trying to celebrate someone we recently lost. Uh, Tubby Keith had a special drink called Tubby Keith Swamp Water. Had a little bit of mezcal, uh, sour apple snops, simple syrup, a little sweet and sour, and some melon liqueur and lime juice, and maybe a little, make it even greener with a little green food coloring. Wow. Pretty green, Uh, Today, we are drinking out of red Solo cups in honor of Toby Keith. Rest in peace, brother. All right, today the question is, what are you going to do? When your streaming services keep slowly and methodically, they keep raising their prices. Is nothing sacred? It seems to be the norm now. Pretty much everything we consume, the prices keep going up, up. Department stores, grocery stores, the liquor store. It just goes up, up and away, pushing us to the brink. To the point where we have to say no at some point. Now, we do need clothes, food, and alcohol to survive. But do we need streaming services? Can we tell them to beat it? Supposedly, 24% of streaming customers are canceling three or four subscriptions and 47% are canceling, canceling, canceling at least one, which, you know, people are speaking up, right? They've, they're, it started out five bucks and it was eight bucks. We're going to get into that a little later. Now, the shows on Hulu, Netflix, whatever, they're attracting big time actors, right. actresses who probably demand a big price tag for their services. So naturally, everybody has to get paid. And where does that money come from? The subscribers, okay? Um, so their salary is going to come out of your bank account. It's a shame. You know, it's something that started off so cool, right? Right. And an alternative 
you know, the networks have given up. They they have nothing to compete. And and now we're gonna you know ruin it. But but that's what we do in the uh, divided states of America is we just pretty much fuck up everything we touch. You know, the streaming services started out cheap, um, no commercials. You know, network television, what, it's like 18 commercials in a row. And then the streaming shit said, hey, um, we got big business, big offices with big idiots and they have big meetings, and they said, you know what, let's jack up the prices. And the rest of the dudes in the room go, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's jack them up, and let's see what happens. And all that money, not all of it, some of of it goes to the big executives who sit in the office all day and do absolutely nothing except make the decision to raise the prices. Only in America. Can we ruin everything we touch? And look, the streaming services were handed a gold mine. Again, network television, it's pieced out. CBS, ABC, NBC, nobody's watching that shit anymore. Game shows. They have the news on like all day long. They got the fixed NFL football games. Hell, you... You can't even find a Major League Baseball game on one of the big three. The NBA is on, what, ABC on Sundays. NASCAR is on NBC for like a third of the season. And that thing's a joke. Even the Blue Hairs have pieced out of network television. Law and Order, the CSIs. I think we finally got rid of that shit. Now they're just showing like a show called Firemen. (laughs) <laughs> or, or or policemen. I mean, it, it's it's gone. So you know, network television on primetime, it's all commercials. Like Kat said, game shows. Okay, <laughs> we're showing game shows now at night. And so it was a slow build for the streaming services. I think it was YouTube and Netflix that got the ball rolling, and then of course Disney had to stick their nose in it. Uh, what Disney has, Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu. That's the, anything associated with Disney now is considered bad business. By the way, there are many criticisms concerning Disney. The main one is just plain greed. Okay, Hulu's now eighteen dollars a month if you want un- uninterrupted. No commercial shit. I have the interrupted commercial shit, and the commercials go on forever. <laughs> it's going to get worse. I mean, comparison to Peacock, which I have commercials, but there's like a one commercial. Freaking Hulu, you're sitting through three commercials and trying to remember, what was I watching again? Well, see, that's where it's bullshit. It's, it's a Jedi mind trick. Right. Okay. First, it was like, check this out. You get to watch these different shows i'm not going to call them awesome people like a lot of them and a lot of them are good right and you're like wow check this out and then all of a sudden oh you don't want to be stopped by commercials you have to pay an extra ten dollars and you sit there and think about in your mind you go well it's five dollars seven dollars eight dollars whatever then you get the bill 
that shit adds up. That's why, like I said, people are starting to back off a little bit. I think the wave is kind of rolling down now. Um, Netflix. Netflix, <laughs> they're pretty dodgy. It's $7 a month with ads, fifteen fifty a month for standard, whatever that is, That's and $23 a month for premium. Okay, so now we've got, again, before it was like you could have commercials, no commercials. This is where this shit's going. It's a jet, I'm I'm telling you, it's going to get worse. Now there's a triple plan. There's a gold, a platinum, and there's three different plans. You don't even know what the fuck you're paying. And if you're paying by the month, you're going to get dogged because they're going to jack it up. You might get in what a message, a text on your phone or something. You're not even going to know. I'll get emails. Oh, prices are rising or it shows up on the app. Yeah. Uh, Amazon prime. That's 15 bucks a month. This is why we're talking on this podcast. This shit could be going up in two weeks. The prime is dodgy because there's a reason why you have prime and it's not the prime channel. Always. It's the not having to pay for shipping. Which is the major reason to have it. I mean, the Prime to me, I've watched quite a few shows on that. You know, Mrs. Maisel was excellent. Again, you you can watch Thursday Night Football, (laughs) which is like the that we we dog the NFL on here all the time because it's it's such a it's turned into such a joke. But that Thursday night thing is a debacle. They had commercials on there, did they not? Oh my god! In between that, they were trying to get you to bet on the game amazon prime can <laughs> suck it as far as telling well, well, the packages coming some- to the house are cool we'll take that <laughs> but that television shit's a joke nbc streaming service known as peacock that that one is so complicated i can't even ex- i can't even explain the pricing on it. it it's like buying a car where you can get like the plane car or you can get the xl or the EXL, or the SA. Seriously, that, I that- have we have that one, but that has commercials. But you can get uh, Premier League soccer games that aren't on the other channels. For us Premier League fans, go Newcastle! Yeah. All right, you know people saw a form of entertainment uninterrupted by commercials for a cheap price. Right, right that's right. where it started. Then comes in the real money maker which is what advertisements that's where the real money is and now your cheap streaming service is not so cheap it's freaking bullshit you know but there are ones that we don't get like what was the one paramount i didn't never unless you're your yellowstone fan i don't really see the point of that one i I don't nickelodeon i mean (laughs) Yellowstone. That's on Channel 6 now, for some reason. CBS. But I think originally it was on Paramount. Right. And now they're just replaying it there. Right. I'm not going to watch. Cosner's out, you know, or that, right? He's got other issues going on. I'm not going to watch it, but it's on 6, so I'll bounce around. People loved it. Go for it. I don't care. Every time I, I flicked it on, just bouncing around for like two minutes, all I ever saw Costner do, not a great actor, by the way, was stare out 
across the prairie. That's all I saw him do. I go, what are we going to do about that? And then, and then the next scene, he would stare out across the thing. We're going to do something about that. I mean, dude didn't have to remember four freaking words, whatever, Yellowstone, go away. I mean, the reality is, you know, you and me, we're being interrupted on streaming services now by these useless ass commercials that, that, that are not going to influence anybody. Nobody's going to buy a Domino's pizza by looking at a commercial. Because if you ate one, you're never going to go back and get another one. Dodge, take your truck and stick it. It's the same shit over and over again. Here we go again. You're trying to watch a show without it stopping, and it's stopping, and it's stopping again. And now the streaming services has started this dodgy shit. And just wait and see what these greedy fuckers do down the road. It's going to get worse. Now, the one thing I will say, Steve and I don't really go to movie theaters at all now. I maybe occasionally Dune or something. I'll go with my daughter, something big. But some of the movies that were up for um, Oscars are all of a sudden now showing up on the streaming services. I got to see Saltburn the other day, The Holdovers right, on right. another channel. Uh, we can get, what's the one shoot the moonflower movie anyway that's all of a sudden now on apple we can watch that i mean there's there are positives to these channels it's just you there's just so much of it you don't know i don't get it i don't why why can't hulu netflix peacock amazon prime whatever just leave it alone leave shit alone we have a problem well, I mean, we just had a strike with everything, dual strikes between actors. Right, and, we're getting back to normal. That, and that, that what their problem was, the compensation they didn't feel they were getting from the streaming services. So you've got that added in. So they're, they want more money. So then what are they going to do? They're going to up the prices some more. It's money changes everything. It, please. Can we leave one thing alone? Just one thing alone. You have a good product. You're making money. The audience is happy. Don't fuck it up. Like I said, we watched the uh, Golden Globes that started 2024. And the, the streaming shows cleaned up. Oh, yes. I mean, we'll see where it goes. I mean, we, we could have another case of the have or the have-nots. Some people have it in their budget to pay for it and watch his stuff and some people don't two of the best things i've watched this year have been on the direct tv but some of them you catch up on streaming one was fargo which was excellent and the other has been um the uh true detective night country which is has really been great but you've got to have if you didn't see it on HBO or you've got to catch it on the streaming service if you didn't get to, get to see it. So Right. It, it's getting complicated. I like mean, Fargo, th- you're going to have to go to Hulu and watch that. I mean, think, think about the old people that are trying to navigate this shit. If oh their God. daughter doesn't come over there and show them the buttons, they're, they're screwed. Just like your mom had a friend come over and he wanted to see the uh, playoff game that was on Peacock. They were out. <laughs> there was no way he was, that gentleman was going to see the game over your mom's house. So. It's just, whatever. 
it, it's another thing that started out cool and we can't leave shit alone. All right, let's roll right into one tough son of a bitch. Wow. It's Julius Robert Oppenheimer? Oppenheimer. Correct. Oppenheimer. Born in 1904 from Princeton, New Jersey. I didn't Jersey know that. boy. <clears throat> J.R. Oppenheimer. <laughs> I'm going to have to say this the whole time. Just say Oppenheimer. Okay. Oppenheimer was a brilliant researcher and engaging teacher. It was ba- basically founded modern theoretical physics in the United States. Now, what's theoretical physics it's using mathematical models to predict natural occurrences jr was director of the manhattan project at los alamos yes los alamos laboratory during world war ii developed the atomic bomb which we dropped on hiroshima and nagasaki the only time a nuclear weapon right has ever been used in a war but watch out that nut job up there in north korea he might fuck all that up jr oppenheimer made many contributions to quantum mechanics nuclear physics the theory of neutron stars the black holes he was into that right and many other theories and don't forget the movie that i did not watch did you watch i watched it it's like the only movie i paid for the last six months no it was really good movie it was a long movie and they really went into a lot how they tried to discredit him after he had pretty much invented uh nuclear bomb so right it it was it was really good it's quite an excellent movie and i'm sure you know my peaky blinders guy is going to win even more who was the president that gave it the go who said hit it hit the button truman truman Wow. All right, here's a local connection to two old guys on the back porch. J.R. Oppenheimer chain-smoked a brand of cigarettes called Chesterfields that were produced by Philip Morris, which is now called Altria. And those Chesterfields were named after Chesterfield County, which is about eh, 45 minutes south of here. So we are responsible for killing Oppenheimer. Julius Oppenheimer received the Medal of Merit from President Truman and the Enrico Fermi Award from Lyndon Johnson. And that makes Julius Robert Oppenheimer one tough son of a bitch. Are we watching stuff? We're watching, and you watch some of this with me, so... When you feel the need to the chime. Grammys. No, 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 no. Um, the summer of 1976 was what our bicentennial mm-hmm. it was kind of a big deal. It but, was. I remember how big of a deal it was at but 14. Also, the other big deal that happened July 1976: a gunman stormed a school bus carrying 26 kids, uh, ages five to 14. And the school bus driver in Chowchilla, California. Um, they kidnap the kids. They get them off the bus. There's three gunmen. And they bury them in a uh, 
they drive him for like eight hours away from. Where it's like were. an underground thing. It was like it was like a travel trailer. Yeah. And they put all the they like gave him cots and some fresh air, but they buried them underground, and then went back to wherever they lived to try to decide how they were gonna get money out get of it. money out of it. And the the place was called Chowchilla, and the documentary was on CNN. You can also watch it on Max, which is how we watched it. Um, it's a very good documentary. Talking to the kids now, right? Who dealt with that? Dealt with that. And they did, the kids ended up freeing themselves of, after, you know, like 12 hours of being underground. And when the 14-year-old boy was one of the ones who really freed them, even though the bus driver got a lot of credit for it. And it's a great documentary. When I was a little kid, 11 years old, the summer of uh, 1976, I freaked everybody out because you didn't, you said the kids were like going to summer school and they were on this bus just a regular day and all of a sudden they're kidnapped. And it was weird because the three guys who kidnapped them were from wealthy families. Right. It, it, those, those dudes were idiots and losers. There was something wrong with them. I mean, I, one of them hatched his plan, and the other one, oh, let's do that. I mean, it was whacked. Anyway, you know, they finally end up figuring out that they, these guys did it. They tried, all three of them tried to escape to uh, Canada. They ended up catching all three of them. They go to trial, and part of the trial, they end up getting, uh, like, life sentences because of all the trauma that these poor kids, and, you know, and the argument was from the, their lawyers was, that they didn't really hurt these kids. They were just underground. Oh, we didn't, <laughs> we really didn't do anything wrong. We didn't really bury those well, kids Well, you know, rich kids usually get off, right? So, later on, in the 80s, they come back and appeal. And they end up with 25-year sentences. Oh, my God. So, this whole time, every single time that they are, are going up, up, for for a parole, pe- yeah. up for parole... These kids and their sure. families keep showing up. Hey, that's we... awesome. I love it. And, you know, and one thing that didn't really get factored in, which we now do, if you have like a school shooting, like the one in Colorado or the one high school in Florida, you have counselors and advisors and people who show up to the scene to try and help those kids out. These kids got nothing. They get a trip to Disneyland and like a parade. And forget about it. Forget about it. Right. And, and as you talk to these people, you know, 50 years since this happened or whatever, almost, they're like, we were, tra- we were traumatized. I was never the same person as I was that little kid on that bus. Right. And so. Because of rich losers. Right. Their ass should never get out. They did get out. All three of them. Where are they? Somewhere in California. I'll find them. Anyway. <laughs> if, you know, I don't mean this to be something to be traumatized by but it's a good documentary showing that kids trauma is a real thing and it's on it was on uh cnn but you can watch it on max all right called uh chowchilla all right today we were bumpered in with a band called forgot the shot oh we got to do a shot first sorry i'm so giddy about band of the week i can tell i love these girls all right, Kat, what are we sipping tonight? This, what do we got? Uh, it's called Looks like water. Tiger blood shot. 
Tiger blood. It's watermelon vodka, oh, strawberry shit. vodka, and <laughs> coconut rum. All right. I hate watermelon and coconut. Cheers to you, baby. It looks good. All right. Here we go. Eh, not bad. Not it's a different mixture. Yeah. And it's called what? Tiger blood. You know, like, didn't know uh, one of those. Who was the guy, crazy guy that said, I'm full of tiger blood? Wow, that's the name of the next Wackahatchee album, Tiger Blood, (laughs) who's coming up on Band of the Week. All right, give the Tiger Blood a try. It's not too bad. All right, Band of the Week, we have the Aces. I don't know how they got the name, the Aces. Like, you would would have thought that had been taken. Like a guy's band or something. Yeah, like a, well, probably like shitty cover bands somewhere, somewhere. Anyway, the Aces formed in 2016 from Provo, Utah. We have Katie Henderson crushing it on the guitar. McKenna Petty dumping the bass. Alyssa Ramirez beating the drums, and she is really good. And her sister, Crystal Ramirez, out front singing, bringing it all together. These Young ladies can jam, but they don't want to be known as an all-girl band, and they're right. The Aces are just a great band, period. We were bumping in with a song today called Person. Their next uh, gig is going to be May 4th, uh, Sunfest, West Palm Beach, Florida. Woo! Go check them out. And go download their album called I've Loved You For So Long. The Aces 2023 release. Their early stuff is good, too. Um, The Aces have an EP from 2017 called I Don't Like Being Honest. That is just four killer songs. And that's what they came out with. And they're only getting better. So check out The Aces wherever you get your music. I want to thank everybody for hanging out on the back porch. We'll see you all down the road. See ya.